Hello and welcome to yet another episode of Discuss All Monsters. I'm your host, Wyatt, and who is my son today? <laughs> uh, um, I'm your muling baby son, baby host, uh, Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> and today we are feeling, feeling rather parental... We're thinking about adopting a child, uh, and that child's name is Manila, also known as Minya, because we're talking about Son of Godzilla, also known as the Battle of Monster Island, Son of Godzilla, Monster Number One, Godzilla, the Son of Godzilla in Italy, the Planet of the Monsters in Whoa. Belgium. Frankenstein's monsters hunt Godzilla's son. Motherfuck, they keep From going Germany. on <laughs> every time with the Frankenstein. Sweden, Godzilla's son. Uh, from Finland, Frankenstein's island. <laughs> Italy, return of Gorgo. Whoa, who the fuck is Gorgo? <laughs> I don't know. I think it's another monster. I think it's a different movie. Yeah. Uh, and then Godzilla, son of Godzilla in Australia. So we finally made it. We're at son of Godzilla. A, a very long awaited episode, I'm sure, by everybody and including <laughs> us. Yeah. We made it to to perhaps one of the most tonally bizarre <laughs> and like <laughs> the, the strangest like final event horizon of Godzilla going from a villain that was a scary allegory to being a big goofy monster guy. Yeah. Uh, and we've joked for the entire podcast that once we get to this episode, it's going to be our biggest and best episode. Uh, and I don't know if that will happen, but <laughs> you know what? We're going to keep the dream alive. So Nikki, what, what are your first like, how do you feel after watching this movie and absorbing it through your eye holes? Um, my life has been changed in some enormous way. I can't place just exactly how or or if it's for better or for worse. But but something inside of me has blossomed and 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 it's in its thanks to this movie. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no, of course. Uh, it's, it's, <laughs> seriously, like I, I just I. I just motherfucking love Minya, and I actually think yeah. uh, that Ebira is actually weirdly useful context for this movie. Uh, mm. It kind of it kind of carries on Ebira's tone and kind of uh, 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 transforms it Ooh. into even more of a weird comedy thing. Uh, but uh, uh, Minya is such like a such an important thing. Uh, I I love this ugly little bastard. He's <laughs> he, he's he's just the best thing ever. Like I I, I love him. Uh, uh, he's horrible, and 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 uh, I want to protect him with everything in me. Uh, and uh, I think yeah, I, I agree with you that this is like the that kind of weird final event horizon. The thing I kept thinking about is that like moments. Like I can't name too many moments off the top of my head. But Son of Godzilla feels like an example of moments that you have with giant kind of uh, mythologized like pop culture icons, right? Where mm -hmm. every now and again you get you get a movie or you get like, a, you know, a comic storyline or something that is like a weird like point of no return for the character. And yeah. and and just for forevermore, this character has changed. And 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 uh, Son of Godzilla is that moment for Godzilla where forevermore you will be watching Godzilla like like yeah they'll reboot Godzilla in other movies and stuff and then you know retcon Minya or Minya will be out of it and stuff or Minya won't even be present but you'll always be looking yeah, at Godzilla yeah. and being like he's got a kid somewhere. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then, like he's you know uh, like it, it, uh, the, the first example i had in my head was star wars and darth mm. vader and then whenever episode one like came out and then you have like oh this is what darth vader was and it's like yeah. this fucking weird uh kid that like he invented c-3po and like so much of that movie like served mainly to just dismantle <laughs> whatever legacy or or like cool factor darth vader had almost you know i i actually kind of like episode one it's kind of like this this weird bizarre fucked up thing and stuff <laughs> but so much of that movie is just like like changes your perception of that yeah. original character and so i mean like you look at c-3po and you're like he was built by like a 10 year old and then you look at darth vader and you're like he used to be the kid that said now this is <laughs> pod racing and and yeah, uh yeah. You, you know like this this all this stuff you just look at these characters differently and this is and this is that moment for godzilla where it's like okay now he just fully is not he's this is the, this is now a completely morphed version yeah. 2.0 of this character that started in 54 um but it, th that's like my main thing but yeah uh, uh what do you think like what what are you thinking after this i think i think it's pretty interesting because as a kid uh, i of course i wasn't too hot on this movie uh, yeah as like a 13 year old or whatever because i was like oh i want godzilla to be like cool yeah you know and even if like some of the show like pretty much all the show movies have goofy shit in them but like I, I was still like oh well that's just because it's like old but like you know when you get to the heisei stuff the, oh that's badass godzilla's like pissed off all the time and <laughs> it's fucking and it has the 80s budget because japan had infinite money at that point so it looks amazing all of the special effects and then like son of godzilla's here uh, and it was one of the, I actually had this on DVD very early, like maybe oh, 2009 wow. or whatever in my, uh, that's early for me, by the way, right. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> but whatever. Um, and like, I just, I was like, yeah, this is just a dumb, like maybe so bad it's good, but not really like legitimately yeah. good. And then I'm watching it and I'm like, man, this is like one of the best by far. Like, this is so good of a movie and not even like no irony whatsoever it's just like a just a well-constructed plot <laughs> like a, a good bizarre premise and like an incredibly like heart-wrenching emotional ending yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> like yeah. it's got like all of these like it hits it out of the park at every moment of the story you know there's really nothing that i would consider like a weak point in this at all and even like you can say oh well i don't know the the monsters are as cool as like more iconic monsters that would show up because they're just big fucking bugs but they like they build up kumonga enough that you're yeah. like fuck like oh fuck this dude's fuck he means business this yeah. guy's gonna fuck it <laughs> because they like frame it from the human's perspective for most of the time that he's on screen so it feels like a true heroic moment when godzilla we're getting ahead but you know just right. saying that like this this movie is just so full and generous and like well done and well paced and like just giga thumbs up to this movie i was so impressed by it because uh i didn't expect i expected to love it of course but I didn't expect to love it so purely. Yeah. And such a like, you know, like, oh, yeah, well, this is obviously a good movie. Not like, oh, well, it has its problems, but, you know. Yeah, no, I, like, it's it's weird. It, it's so pure and so, like, simple. And it's, and it's like, execution or, or really in its, like, uh, uh, in its, you know, in, in the broad strokes and everything that, like, it's... Uh, it's kind of hard to just be like that to kind of pick it apart and stuff. Cause it's so like holistic. Uh, it's yeah, it, it is. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I really, really enjoy this movie. And, uh, 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 it's another example of, of the human plot, like really elevating the thing and, and really mm. kind of making it, making it what it is. So before we talk about the movie, yeah. why don't we get into some history and some trivia 
bits and pieces here. Now, this was a little bit harder to dredge up than normal because Wikizilla was down, I believe, because a bunch of nerds were putting in like statistics about King Kong versus Godzilla or whatever. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, yeah. you know, <laughs> for, it was down, so I couldn't find like. Yeah. I used it as a good jumping off point to uh, to research for yeah. it. So I had to kind of like dig this up from like multiple different sources, of course. Yeah. So here's uh, what I got. And for it is a, a pretty, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm just saying for a, uh, just, for, just for future reference, because this does, this does get released months ahead of time and stuff. So, uh, or this was recorded months ahead of time. Uh, this, this was recorded on the day that the Kong versus Godzilla or the Godzilla versus yeah. Kong trailer dropped and stuff. So that's what why it's referring to yeah, there yeah. about not, the stats. Not the, mo- the movie didn't even come out. Yeah, yeah, you it's might have the thought trailer. like I was referring to <laughs> the movie. So you might think, oh, well, they record this in March. No, 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 no. We're still trapped in January. Yeah, so yeah. That's where we are. Uh, <laughs> but that's just a tiny peek behind the curtain. Yeah. Anyway, why don't we... Get right into this. It's a, it's some pretty interesting stuff, honestly. Uh, so, while Godzilla was always the number one breadwinner for Toho, you can't help but sense a bit of resentment coming from Ishiro Honda at this stage in development, <laughs> as he often has nothing to do with him post-Invasion of the Astro Monster. Now, famously, he had a lot of problems with Invasion of the Astro Monster, mm-hmm. uh, and was like... <laughs> more mad than he had ever been in his entire life according to his son about the osamatsu kun thing <laughs> then like, <laughs> which i think is hilarious i think it's hilarious and also you know like i like I, I feel bad for him because it must feel like your your beautiful creation is being corporatized or whatever right yeah so you know uh for the second time in a row Godzilla was then shunted to the B team, and then the A team was handling something that they deemed more important. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first time that this happened, the A team handled War of the Gargantuas, and then the B team was handling Ebira Horror of the Deep, the Godzilla movie. This time, while Honda labors away at the bizarre tie-in slash pseudo-sequel movie King Kong Escapes, the B team was determined to turn their most profitable character into the perfect date movie with Son of Godzilla. Ah, this makes sense. <laughs> like, yeah. the, 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 tone, the tone makes sense. Oh, oh man. Yes. Okay, cool. All right, that's cool. So, again, it is June Fukuda who is directing the movie, like with Ebira. Yeah. Uh, and it will continue to be his destiny to direct these movies for most of the remaining Showa films. And then you also have Masaru Sato returning as the composer, uh, uh, he did Ebira, and in this movie, he does an equally bonkers fucking Flintstones, Hanna Barbera ass soundtrack. Yeah, yeah honk <laughs> like, town clown around, fucking. Like... Yeah. <laughs> just like one minute into the movie, when like the open <laughs> music started playing, I was like, "What the fuck is this music?" <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god, I was like cheering and so like just it just uh, yeah, like the mood just completely transforms and it stays that way the whole movie. Uh, it's so good. The idea of the monster be- the monsters becoming more humanized had not been new whatsoever. But at this point he literally had a son and was a charmingly grumpy dad. The titular son added in an appeal to the growing market for teenage girls, thus the date movie moniker. Uh, obviously, though, we know in 2021 that love for kaiju knows no gender boundary. But the fat little dumpster child known as Manila would go on to be a fan favorite. And by fan favorite, I mean to solely Nikki and I. <laughs> So. Yeah, it's it's look like there's a Manila like task force out there. there. There's 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 a legion out there. We just have to find them. Yeah, <laughs> and, and we're the leaders of it. So rally behind <laughs> us. We're gonna be here. <laughs> we'll be we'll be T and Doe, and we'll you know take care of this uh, <laughs> to portray this new spawn was the bizarrely obscure man known as Marchan the Dwarf. 
Wow. Presumably a man with dwarfism. He was chosen <laughs> due to his agility in the suit, and it led to some truly hilarious and adorable suit acting. I could not find any information on who Marchan the dwarf was or even what he looked like in any publicity photos or anything around the time of the film's release. So for just all of time, the guy who did the suit acting for Manila is just somebody named Marchan the dwarf that we do not know who they are. That, that is wild. Um, yeah. Yeah, I definitely it might thought... actually be literally a mythical dwarf, and we don't know. Like, <laughs> like, like, yeah, like wait, uh, yeah, it's kind of wild that like there's there's this nothing, and so because Manila, because like Minya comes back, like yeah, like like did he not portray him in the other ones? Or I d- we'll figure it out. Yeah, I, we... <laughs> yeah, I guess we will. I guess we will see. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Godzilla himself too is actually not Haruo Nakajima. Instead, oh. it was portrayed by Seiji Onaka, a man chosen for his size because Haruo Nakajima was too small to even move the truly massive Musuko Goji suit. And I think that this, maybe we can talk about the suit a little bit because it is a, it's a fucking weird looking suit. Yeah. Um, Compared to like some of the previous one, I think the previous one I didn't really like that much. The one used for Invasion of the Astro Monster and right. and Ebira. Uh the one before that used for Godzilla versus Mothra or Mothra versus Godzilla whatever, yeah. and Ghidorah the Three Headed Monster, I thought was excellent. I thought that was a great scene. Yeah, that's a really and good I thought one. They kinda stu- I thought they kinda stumbled into looking like a big stupid googly eye thing. <laughs> with the next suit and this one goes so far into the big stupid googly eye thing that i'm like i like this suit because yeah. it's it's so kind of like distinct and and i don't know i i this suit appears in one other movie right and it's not even like it's not even the movie that you'll you think it will be so. <laughs> yeah it, it's a uh, uh it's got like it's not like weird teeth too, or like jaws. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. It's, it's just it's got a lot going on that like like is a uh, I I suppose sort of off putting for anyone that may be like a purist on any one suit design, but mm-hmm. this one's this one's pretty good. I like it. <laughs> yeah, I, I like it because it, it's silly, but it fits the tone of the movie. Yeah, it's not like in direct opposition to the tone or anything. That's <laughs> it's, why a, I like. it's not some horrifying thing like the originals. So. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not fucking Shin Godzilla. And... Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Nar- Haru Nakajima did appear portraying Godzilla though in a few scenes, hmm. but they were just in the the water scenes. They used the suit. From Ebira, I guess because they're like, this is old and busted. I guess we'll use this for the fucking water yeah. scenes, you know, because we don't care if it gets water damaged. Uh, the Musco suit, yeah, the Musco Goji suit was made enormous because they wanted to really push that parental angle and make him tower over Manila. Right. Uh, so th- that's like one thing that I thought was really well done is the. You know, he's like twice the size of him, at least. And uh, I was thinking like, oh, how the hell did they make him look so fucking big when I know it has to be two human beings in these suits? There's no way a kid is in that suit. But, you know, it's a legendary (laughs) march on the dwarf. So (laughs) can you imagine them putting some poor child through that? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's horrible. Oh, God. (laughs) That's horrible. Eventually... Eventually, even the massive Seiji Onaka was overcome by the girth of the suit, breaking several of his fingers and having to be replaced replaced by Hiroshi Sakita. Literally, one of the gargantuas, Sanda, had to take control of this monstrous suit. Jesus Christ. Speaking of monstrous monsters... Dozens of puppeteers were contracted to control the antagonists of the film, the Kamakuras, as they hung from the top of the studio next to extremely high hot lights. Their sweat would rain down onto the studio and the puppets below. The final boss monster, Kumonga, 
had to have several people operating each leg of it. So that's like three people per leg of yeah, this right. eight-legged monster, <laughs> which is insane. Uh, and it is a huge-looking puppet, so uh, that's a lot. Yeah, it's a really impressive spider. Like, you know, that's 24 people on that, at least. Yeah, at least. At least 24 people. The film would go on to be a fan favorite despite its campy premise, or maybe even because of its campy premise. Yeah. Even in the cynical, snobby U.S., the movie was praised for its humor and structure and its attention to detail about parodying the monster genre. The horrifically big suit would only ever be used one more time for the water scenes in Godzilla vs. Gigan. Oh, huh. Okay. So, there you go. If you thought it was used again in, like, Godzilla's Revenge, no. Every scene... Of Godzilla in that movie is stock footage. Of course. So, yeah, they didn't use one. Trick question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, now that that is all taken care of, we can jump right into talking about the movie. And we won't, we're not going to be talking about it uh, chronologically. Yeah. I feel like that'd be a waste. I just kind of want to talk about a few bespoke yeah. elements of the movie. Uh, so, why don't we talk about like, the human plot. Right. First. Okay, so go with that. So the first thing I actually wanted to point out was uh I love how through the humans they illustrate in, in graphic detail just how fucking motherfucking shitty it is to be on this island. Uh yeah. <laughs> everyone is pissed off. <laughs> no... Yeah, very Matongo y. <laughs> yeah, you know. it's 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 Matongo uh yeah, and, and like, especially the one guy that just freaks out and stuff so, like like like, and I loved mm. him like like he he was making me laugh in like the very first parts of the movie because he was like because he was the only one out of the crew that was like drenched in sweat and just miserable mm-hmm. and just I don't want to be here. Is it like this? Yeah, this and, is the worst he, place on earth. And so it, and he's like, oh, there's nothing interesting on this island, and it's like there's a giant fucking mantis that just walked by that's at least yeah. kind of interesting okay even if it's going to kill you that, that, that you can't say nothing's <laughs> interesting on this island the, yeah that dude is uh is uh is relatable to me though because that's exactly how i get uh by like july or june and mm. stuff like i like it just i start sweating and i'm just i just get real fucking cranky and pissed off uh, and uh, uh, I look, I get it, man. It's, it's, I, I would also be waving a gun around if I had to be on an island that was that got up to like 150 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, yes, during that scene when they test out the weather thing and they like say like, oh, it went to like 75 Celsius. That's really hot. And I went, OK, <laughs> and, then I, and then I had to look up how much that was in Fahrenheit because I'm a I'm a terrible American. But yeah, um, yeah. But no, yeah, the human the human plot uh, in general is great. Uh, I uh, I love the uh, uh, the journalist guy. He's a lot of fun and uh, uh, is a is a great little like uh, I don't know kind of entry point into the movie. Even though he comes in like last, like we get introduced to all the mm. other guys, and then he comes in and is like, okay, he's our in. Yeah, he's very, he's the main character, right? Pretty much, he's a lot like the dude from Mothra. Yeah. Yeah. who is like a journalist that goes along on this expedition and then, you know, discovers shit and then gets roped into this big plot. He's not like, yeah. he's not necessarily in an expedition. He's just on a weird island. And these people, uh, one thing I like is that, I don't know, there, there's something like kind of, maybe a little bit sad in a way about the fact that uh, it's about they're doing tests on this island in order to like control weather because there's, there was the idea in like the sixties and seventies that like, Oh, once the population gets too high nobody can eat anything. And, and you know, there'll be like a huge disaster if we have too many people on earth. The, the real, the reality of things is that that only exists because of stuff like capitalism uh, right. and other like, People hoarding resources and not being able, not distributing them properly. There's plenty of food and water for everybody, even if there's 
you know, 10 billion people on it. Right. Yeah. Or whatever. But like, so I think that it's funny that like they have like a noble goal and like, it's using the logic of the time. Right. But, it, but it's like, but they also kind of use it to like criticize the idea of like changing the weather because this island is already all sorts of fucked up. So like whenever they <laughs> they try to do things, it just makes everything worse. Yeah. Uh, and they accidentally mutate house sized bugs to be Godzilla sized bugs. Right. So oops, that's bad. <laughs> yeah, and uh 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 <laughs> that, what what you said kind of put like this the worst joke in my head and everything. Uh 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 but uh uh, and again, I, I think there's incredible points you're making and stuff, but but the thought I just had was was the the cinema sins dingers on this movie are just depressing, and so there's just <laughs> like it's just ding. Actually, there is enough food on the planet. We just we just don't distribute it at all because <laughs> dude just starts crying in the middle of the booth. Uh, yeah, fuck cinema sins. By the way, though, uh, yeah, that yeah, just sucks. sucks but... Um, but yeah, no, like uh, uh them like i i love that they build up this uh they don't build it up for too long which is nice they build up the uh the experiment and then they do the experiment and Mm -hmm. it just and it it just goes wrong in every single possible way it could uh and it's also like the way that uh uh uh, minya gets born and stuff so yeah you know uh uh so it's not like godzilla reproduced per se is just another one happened in another in a weird uh, offshoot, you know, like, yeah, uh, obviously not hydrogen bomb thing, but like, but, but just a weird other <laughs> nuclear scientific, t- scientific, like travesty that just happens. And luckily no one got hurt, but yeah, uh, I was very proud of the movie for like introducing an, a hot Island babe. Right. But then it turns out that she's not actually like an yeah. Island babe. That, that was a... She's just like, some weird girl who had been living on that island for a long time. And I, I don't know. I, I guess, look, it's not the greatest plot point. All I'm saying is it's better than them being racist. So Yeah, yeah, know, yeah. That, <laughs> if it's between something's fucking stupid and something racist, then I'll take the stupid thing. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, it, it's uh, it's definitely, like, better than, than I would have first expected and stuff. Whenever she first showed up... Uh, I was um, like, oh, here we go. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was like, <laughs> oh, man, all right, what, what's what's going on now and stuff. The, the, though I, I, I kind of love the the whole, like... I don't know, I, I love, like, the, the, the journalist's like like weird reaction and stuff and then like them just being like there aren't girls here so they just like 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 they act like this yeah like they're on an island with like giant insects and stuff and then someone says a girl is here and they're like no what are you <laughs> shut, shut the fuck they, up yeah, that's fucking impossible <laughs> like it's just a funny reverse thing uh yeah but uh <laughs> yeah and the the character herself she is she's a little bit more like fun and charming than other hot babes from previous Godzilla movies and that she's not just like sexy, serious looking Island lady, you know, like from Ebira, she's like, you know, the fun, silly kind of character. So it's a little bit, it's more entertaining to watch the uh, inevitable, the het romance blossom between her and uh, Goromaki, and it makes sense that this is happening now that I'm saying it out loud because this was intended to be a date movie. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, and uh, uh, it's it actually is sweet. Like, like you you buy what's going on and stuff. Uh, uh, yeah. it, it, it's it's kind of sweet and funny. Also, I love that uh, upon upon seeing Minya, um, which we will get to his horrifying birth scene. Uh, yeah. horrifying and hilarious uh birth scene uh uh i love that that she immediately figures out oh that 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 big ugly baby wants some big fucking fruit and throws him like yeah. a fucking mango or something i think it's a mango it's like a huge mango or something yeah uh 
but uh yeah pow poo for yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly so just just throws throws him a big old fruit and he loves it he just, <laughs> just, just yeah of course of course uh i will say that i i like that you know to like kind of wrap up talking yeah. about the human human plot line uh most of the researchers aren't extremely interesting characters beyond like Goromaki, the the photographer, and Saiko, the, the right. girl, the girl. Uh, but we do get some old Toho staples. Yeah, we have Kenji Sakara. We have uh, fuck, I can't remember the actor's name, but you know Sarazawa from the original Godzilla. His actors there. I guess these guys just live on the Toho. Lot. Yeah, uh... Uh, they're just like yeah. Come and do every movie that we we do. Yeah, so. and and uh, and in the uh, in the cold open of the movie with the the plane and the uh, uh, and those pilots and stuff being like, oh god, it's mm. fucking Godzilla! It's, you know, like uh, the pilot of that plane is uh, the actor that played uh, 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 Shin Hayata in the original Ultraman, and uh, uh, this is post Ultraman. We finally have a movie that's post him being an Ultraman. So he would have been known yeah. for that. So that probably would have been like a, like a, I don't know, just sort of like, Oh, Hey, hey there's Extra that guy, boost. you know, like, like yeah. kind of moment. And so an actual cameo at this point, uh, rather than yeah. just, Oh, finally, this is some guy. <laughs> finally, our, our incessant comparisons to Ultraman, uh, will be justified going forward because it's, we're now post yeah. Ultraman. Isn't it like, God, these, this shit is so old. right like godzilla is so fucking old that like it took us 20 episodes (laughs) to get to the beginning of ultraman i I love i love how now now was the point where you're just like damn this shit is fucking old like (laughs) it's just really like crashing down on me yeah it's like oh we're still like Five years removed right, from like yeah. Common Rider, you know. Yeah. We're still my, my... so far away from that. We're, we're we're like we're like six or so, six or seven years or whatever from like, of course, Green Man and oh, Red Man are favorites. Good uh, God, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> before the Antichrist fucking was 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 birthed into the world, fucking um, uh like yeah th- this this stuff is just it's just old like i think about like this is 1967 and stuff my dad would not be born for another two years <laughs> yeah you know like yeah. like my dad uh that this is just just wow, wild born in 1969 yeah i know nice. yeah yeah it's it's the cool it's the cool <laughs> year it's <a> cool year <laughs> well once he turns 69 years old he'll ascend yeah so. yeah yeah that's that's what i'll have to say goodbye to pops and so just... <laughs> not because he's dying because he's ascending no he's ascending he's ascending to the fucking yeah. to, to 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 gamer valhalla or whatever the fuck <laughs> but um but I don't know, it just made it, it remind me of like when HBO Max first came out and I was like watching Yogi Bear. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. And it was like 1959. I was like, fuck, <laughs> it's so old. <laughs> God. God. They had TV back then? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> don't let this guy get his hands on Looney Tunes. He's going to fucking shit his pants. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah I'm going to fucking. Yeah, they have some like. 40s looney tunes yeah they have some really know, on old ones like uh dusty fucking musty ass. you know yeah while we're on this tangent very quickly <laughs> the uh what is it Tubi or right. no, pluto tv that's it um that they play like channels of <laughs> random fucking content that they've acquired and one right. of them is like classic cartoons and it's yeah. all 30s like depression era cartoons that are so like filthy and like not maintained well at all yeah just like the nastiest fucking film grain you could possibly imagine right yeah and they're just like horrifying i sometimes watch them before going to bed i don't know why because they're also (laughs) like the audio's blown out yeah Uh, (laughs) yeah Yeah, you 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 like sent me one on youtube but i was like holy fuck the audio on this it's it's horrible (laughs) 
Fans of video games, history, or video game history will definitely want to listen to Retronauts. Each week, Bob Mackey and myself, that's Jeremy Parrish, dive into the stories behind the greatest games of the past and the history behind the hits of today. Check us out every Monday on the Greenlit Podcast Network. Hello, my name is Jonathan Dunn, and I'm inviting you to listen to Our Three Cents, a weekly podcast where myself and two of my very best gaming chums are counting down our top 100 favourite video games of all time. For all the episodes and information, check out our website, www.our3cents.co.uk. So that's <laughs> that's the that's the human plot of uh, <laughs> right, yeah. of Son of Godzilla. Why don't we talk about the heart, the actual son of Godzilla? So right. about what do you say, like halfway through the movie? Uh, I'd, when? Yeah, I'd say like I don't know, like a, a third ish to, to halfway, yeah. like around that mark. Uh, yeah, like uh, it's after the. Uh, is after they figure out some of the effects of the of the failed testing of the weather yeah. machine thing. Uh, this... Yeah, that's, somehow heat made it so that mantises grew fucking yeah. enormous. So the so three mantises just start going ham on this one like little like mound of dirt, and then they reveal an egg, and they just start fucking. And it is so funny. They are just poking this yeah. fucking egg over and over, like they cannot get past this. And then eventually yeah, it fucking they, they just, hatches. Yeah, yeah it snaps open. That fucking twitching, sticky. Minola yeah, no, he's is, uh, like it is so gross. It's so nasty. Yeah. Just, just like he's got like I don't know, like weird fucking Godzilla afterbirth. Like I don't know, he's like he's like wet <laughs> uh, and stuff. He's like yeah. he can't walk. He's like kind of like he's he's like a turtle, and so he's just like ah. Yeah. ah so it's like oh god i like, <laughs> like, like it's so horrible and pathetic <laughs> yeah and i put i don't have that many notes but i put uh now the gigantic mantises find manila's egg and fucking kick his baby ass so. <laughs> yeah there, there's like a there's like a specific shot like they like they break it open, he's born, and then they start poking him, and it's like, fuck, they're relentless. And so and then eventually he just yeah. starts rolling down this hill. And and I and I had a fucking like Jimmy Neutron brain blast back to like fucking watching Kung Pao for the first time. Yeah. And then it's, yeah, it's like exactly it's like oh, poor <laughs> poor baby, and then just okay, there you go, and then just there rolls it rolls it down. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah so every time i see a little creature of some kind whether it be a child or animal or something in a movie just rolling down a hill i just it, it's yeah. always that fucking scene but um <laughs> uh, <laughs> 50 percent of the 50 percent of the scenes from kung pao i can equate to other scenes in pretty much anything that yeah, I watch, so, yeah. You know. um but uh holy shit uh uh Minya is like like he has like the worst first day of life ever. It's like it's like the reverse. Yeah. It's like the reverse of the of the of the Mothra baby twins where they immediately get up and they're like, "All right, bro, let's go." And then they just gears of war Godzilla's ass and kill him. And so, <laughs> but but Minya gets up and he's fucking like he's he he can't do anything. It's like, like he's just he's horrible. And I love this as yeah. like a decision. Like I love it. I love that they did that. Is so, because there was mm. like, uh, I don't know. Like, I feel like if this movie was written today, it would be like, oh, he hatches and he's and he's he's actually he's got even better raw power than even Godzilla does, and he's like the Godzilla Christ and stuff, and like you know yeah. you, you know like like you got to watch out and stuff. He's got he's got raw untapped power and stuff. But no, like Minya's born in this movie and he just sucks ass and he's. <laughs> and he's yeah. and he's just he's ugly <laughs> and wet and and uh godzilla shows up and is just like all right who's fuck with my kid uh one of the mantises the best 
man, there's a lot of really good like kills in this movie, but this my favorite might just be the first one uh, yeah. of the mantis flying yeah. away and he immediately just fucking hits it. Blows him the fuck <laughs> and like part his like limbs fly in the way of the two yeah. people that are like running from this battle is flaming limbs. I was like Jesus fucking Christ. It's, fucking, it's, like it's a, so like yeah. sudden and violent. Yeah. Uh and yeah, it's 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 very funny. Uh, and then he's like ragdolling fucking smacking one into the ground like beating. That they, they, they had a <laughs> like, they had a really good time with the fact that like these monsters does not have any human inside of them so they didn't have to abide yeah. by any rules of 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 God or <laughs> or or the law of the land and so that they couldn't just beat the hell out of a guy and stuff so they just went all right cool we're just going to fucking just 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 absolutely just let it just go to town on these on these like mantis puppets yeah uh it's fantastic you, you made the joke but like one thing i really like or think is fascinating is that like this is ostensibly a godzilla but it's not necessarily the spawn of godzilla yeah you know yeah it's not like literally his son he just he's like piccolo and Manila's like Gohan. Yes, you know. I, I knew that. That's I, basically what it is. I knew the Dragon Ball <laughs> reference was coming. It was happening. Uh, yeah, no. Yeah, it, it's it. So he becomes the big Papa Wolf to him. Yeah, and it's just it's so good because like he he's like the huh, whatever kid. I don't have time for you. And then he's just so pathetic. Yeah, that he's like, all right, fine, get on my tail. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I it, it's better than than like if 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 Godzilla had reproduced or God forbid fucked somehow and stuff like it is like it, it's better than that like that that he he just sees this thing that looks like him and could call him somehow and just feels immediately responsible for it or at least maybe not immediately but reluctantly responsible for it. And and that is that's better than than any other option for how yeah. this baby happened. Um, they really do like. I guess this isn't a complaint yeah, at all, right? But I think it's funny how like half-assed the lore explanation as to how Godzilla even found this island was. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and it's set up in a very missable line at the beginning of the movie. Where like the people are like, oh, there's some something going on with the radar. It's like brain waves are like being transmitted. Right. So the idea, the implication is that the the fetal mania is like transmitting psychic brain waves across the ocean to Godzilla to come and and he's like, well, I guess I gotta answer this SOS. <laughs> and then he comes like that. That's seemingly the implication of what's happening. Either that or like. It was a huge coincidence that Godzilla just showed up at this island at the exact moment that he needed to show up on the right. island. Uh, I mean, that's the, you know, it's just things happen in stories because they need to happen. Uh, and, and as soon as you realize that, you'll have a lot more fun watching and playing things. Yeah. Uh, if you're a gamer. I don't know if anybody's a gamer out there, but if you are, you know, so. <laughs> if um. if there are gamers out, if if none of you are gamers, then I'm sorry. All of you were so bored during our three hour video game podcast. We uploaded on a lark <laughs> yeah. like late last year. <laughs> that was great. But, but yeah, so one thing that I absolutely uh, that really cemented the Piccolo thing in my mind mm. was him like, okay, first of all, Mina suddenly looks completely different, uh, like from one scene to the yes. next. Yes, yeah. Like after he's born in like in after birth goo, he's like a weird, well, you know, looking frog fetus thing. Well, well and then like yeah. within like hours, he's like a fully grown, just walking around like, yeah, I'm a guy. Yeah, so, yeah. I'm, I'm assuming that's when Marchan uh, fully assumed the role. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. The uh, you know, like, uh, uh, is definitely way more rapid. But you know, you know, but babies when they're first born, uh, uh, they look weirder than they do whenever they're like, you know, a week old or something like that, and they actually look like a baby. 
and stuff. So like, mm. uh, I get the logic behind behind the the switcheroo with 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 Minya's look. Yeah, you know, midway through. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and he looks better. I I think his yeah he it looks way better. Yeah. Uh, I do. I don't have any problem with his old like fresh born look, <laughs> but I think that this look is like equally ugly and cute. Like it's a perfect like pug dog yeah 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 he goes he goes from tadpole baby to 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 frog baby and stuff to 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 like yeah to to toad baby and stuff but yeah yeah there's like a pug quality uh i mean i mean i'm partly saying this because these are my two favorite like kaiju things ever and they've been like profile pictures for me on websites for the longest time and stuff but Mm -hmm. but pigmon from ultraman and and Minya like this version of Minya and stuff have like a very similar kind of ugly puppy energy to them that I think makes like there's some sort of weird <laughs> magic that went into designing these two characters that just makes them so like like adorable and stuff especially like uh, the, and and enduring for fans of these you know <laughs> of these characters and stuff because pigmon still shows up every now and again minya's not showing up in a long time but minya sticks around longer than you think so yeah yeah he, you know he shows up in final yeah work, yeah so, so 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 uh uh th- these are characters that 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 matter and i think part of it is because of like the magic in their design and stuff i think minya is like mm. uh, an underrated design uh, for a monster and stuff, just because of like he's it's very recognizable. He's extremely distinct, whether you hate him or not. And yeah. so he's he is he's extremely himself and no one else. Uh, and I yeah. I really don't understand why they just didn't use him for the Hanna Barbera Godzilla show. Yeah. Why they had to come up with a completely different like miniature Godzilla and Godzuki is right there. I I guess Minya's like. Not that small, but like he turns small in Godzilla's Revenge or All Monsters right. Attack, uh, whatever you want to call that. Uh, but I don't know, like, uh, yeah, I, I always liked Minya despite his goofiness and his like, <laughs> I, I just like characters that suck but then like get to do a cool thing at the end. That's yeah. why I really like. Gohan, especially in the Saiyan arc, because like uh, I think Minya gets his like bouncing the spirit bomb into Vegeta moments in this yeah. movie with the the final fight with Kamonga. Um, you know, he's gets saved by Godzilla, but then Godzilla gets poisoned by Kamonga's venom, so he's like out of it, he's punch drunk, right? So then it's him who like shoots a, a an atomic breath blast at. Kamanga right. uh to like damage him enough so that then like they can do the father son Kamehameha right, yeah. and then fucking torch his ass which uh, I'm making a lot of Dragon Ball references if you're confused as to why hello my name is Wyatt Phillips I make a lot of Dragon Ball references there you go <laughs> now you cannot be confused anymore <laughs> but to jump back and I I like that it's set up like that finale is set up beautifully at that point when he's training with Godzilla yeah. and he's like trying to coach him how to like roar properly and how to use the, the breath properly. And it's like, it's so well integrated into the plot with the humans yeah. in that they're like, Oh, the Godzillas are at this pond because they're just chilling out and they're training uh, like the, the, you know, he's he's teaching him the ways, and the humans are at this pond because they need the water yeah. from this pond to heal the people of a, of a fever that they've gotten on this island. Uh, I would say honestly, like the two plots dovetail very well, but I think that the actual character work and arc happens with Godzilla and Minya. Yeah, uh, which I think is super interesting. Because that's not the case for most of the other movies. Usually they're like not necessarily incidental characters, but they are just like figureheads and very static yeah. characters. Uh, only in some of the better movies like Ghidorah the Three-Eyed Monster do the monsters have like a character arc where they begin in one place and end in another yeah. place. So this one being like 
Godzilla's this reluctant, annoyed father to this little kid. And then, like, he slowly grows attached to him enough that, like, by the end, when he's about to abandon him, he realizes the error of his ways and turns back and protects him from the cold. Uh, I think that that's, like, that's brilliant. That's a great, well-constructed character arc, and, and it is only happening the way it is because of the actions of the humans. Yeah. So both of their plots are, like, cannot be removed from each other yeah no it, it, it's it's really fantastic stuff and and uh definitely you know supports the argument for this being like a particularly strong godzilla movie which i think we both believe it is uh i i, I do have to say we would be remiss to to not mention uh <laughs> you know before we kind of wrap up the 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 kind of uh uh the, the stuff with the uh, uh, with the the character arcs of of Minya and Godzilla and stuff, just all the all the physical comedy that yeah. comes with Minya, <laughs> uh, and particularly whenever he's first born, and there's that scene, and I I laughed a big a, a just a huge <laughs> laugh, just just like bigger than 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 than, than I, I was almost embarrassed at how much I was laughing at this <laughs> child creature just getting just just bonked right in the fucking face with a with a with a boulder but but the 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 build up with the mantises like kind of passing it back and forth to each other and kind of like confusing Godzilla and Minya and then and then just eventually just tossing it and you think they're going to hit the Godzilla but then just just slams Minya right in the <laughs> face and he was just born yeah <laughs> <laughs> he, he was just born and they smack him with a fucking boulder uh yeah and then there's then there's the, the you know the bit with them at the lake before they train and stuff and uh 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 godzilla's like taking a nap which is uh fantastic that's just hilarious that he's doing mm-hmm. that and and uh uh Minya like like t- t- trips and falls on himself and does all kinds of dumb shit like involving godzilla's tail and then yeah and then there's then there's the the training scene with with godzilla doing some tough love there's yeah <laughs> it's 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 maybe a bit outdated but yeah but, i'll, I'll but, say the uh, darkest uh, joke in the movie <laughs> is is him like raising his hand to, to to hit him and he like and then the guy goro is like yeah, he's a lot like a Japanese parent. He doesn't let the kids play. I'm like, Jesus! <laughs> Some hard, like, social commentary in this oh fucking my God. Godzilla movie. Oh my god, yeah. It, it's, uh... It's it's so good. <laughs> it, you know, there's... Yeah, it's kind of an outdated thing to, to kind but, of, you know, joke about Godzilla, like, hitting his child if he doesn't, you know, do what he's yeah, supposed to. But, but, like, but, like, damn. You know, it's Piccolo and Gohan, you know? Like, it's the... Like, he's not... He, to him, the, the, the parental thing hasn't fully set in, so at this point... Yeah. It's still, like, the moment where Piccolo throws Gohan at a mountain. Right. To like cause him to like fight or flight and blow the mountain up. Yeah. Um, like that's what it kind of is where he's just right. Like, Do what I say, you fucking <laughs> stupid kid. So it, it makes the the climax yeah uh, far more emotionally investing. And let's talk a little bit about the climax before wrapping up. Uh, so basically, you know they they want to do the final. Like, they got to get off the island. They finally contacted people. They'll get them off the island. Right. And they're going to, like, avoid the monsters chasing them uh, by freezing the monsters, basically. By, like, yeah. making sure that the the island is so cold that none of the bugs, the numerous giant bugs, or Godzilla and Minya are going to chase them down. Right. Honestly, they probably shouldn't. At this point... Godzilla's not evil enough to just maliciously attack humans, no. but I get it from a from a writing perspective that like, oh well, you know, there's still always the threat of Godzilla attacking, so you want to stop that. Um, but right. I like that this very action movie set piece of them like initiating this weather machine that they that failed originally, but then it, it works this time. Yeah. 
and it's very exciting watching that go on. And then you have like the the kind of like character arc going on where you know uh, Godzilla and Minya are teaming up to to beat Komonga, this giant spider, and you know b- both bring something to the battle and are able to to take it down together, even if it's not a very like flashy hands-on like war the gargantuas esque battle it's right. still satisfying uh you can't really have that because mo- the monsters are fucking spiders so you can't have like <laughs> cuffs with a spider yeah but it is still like a dangerous threat uh and they do a really good job like hyping the monster up and like making it seem huge and imposing and like terrifying as it's like sticking one of its legs into these tight holes and like it grabs a guy at one point it's just a very creepy monster despite it just being basically a giant tarantula right uh but the movie ends where the the island is like going into deep freeze mode it's going into nuclear winter and the humans are like getting away and they're like looking sadly like bittersweetly at the island uh because they don't know if godzilla and Minya are gonna be all right and godzilla's about to like just fucking take off on his own but then he sees like this kid just pathetically in the snow uh and he knows deep down in his big old monster heart that he wouldn't be alive if it weren't for this kid so he goes and yeah. cradles him as it snows and then just like the line from the humans where they're like you know they're just hibernating once the hibernation's done they'll get to live in they'll finally get to live in peace as father and son on this island together it's just like a it's a bittersweet but it's very like it's very emotional yeah you know, it's a very it's a great send off to these characters uh even though i mean obviously they'll show up again. <laughs> until the next <laughs> movie yeah yeah but uh yeah, th- yeah th- like even just the image of of uh of godzilla and minya in the snow and stuff and and you know minya like face down and then godzilla like picking him back up and and hugging him and stuff like oh i don't know it's is it's really good stuff and it's earned like it, like the movie mm. earns this. Uh, and uh, I love how uh, like, like we mentioned at the beginning, how tonally strange this movie is, but like, it's still very effective where uh, uh, they're able to kind of begin with the kind of typical monster movie stuff with uh, at the, the, the cold open. And then, immediately as the credits go in and stuff like the movie's a lot more kind of jaunty and fun and kind of comedic and it kind of just keeps that up the entire time but is but again is like puts the work in to be able to earn like a weirdly somber like one of the most uh uh kind of somber endings to any of these movies so far like usually it's mm-hmm. like uh i don't know like usually it's either some kind of like ultra q esque twilight zone-esque like you know uh trying to instill a lesson in the viewer type of sci-fi ending or it's uh kind of triumphant and stuff but you you get a few every now and again uh where 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 it actually is kind of like actually just sad and and you're you you have you have to say goodbye and stuff and and this is the this is one of those and stuff and it's a again it feels right it feels good yeah, so this definitely very high up there, shocking, maybe not shockingly, but like mm. probably to like other Godzilla nerds, uh, this is very high up on our list. Uh, you yeah. know, speaking for both of us, we, we've definitely we definitely have a uh, we definitely have a through line going on here of uh, of us having opinions running counter yeah. to <laughs> to the larger Godzilla fan yeah. base. Uh, Sorry, Joey, that we you know. didn't like Invasion <laughs> of the Astro Monsters. <laughs> <laughs> it's an all right movie. It's just, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's just the, okay. It's just the worst <laughs> version of a far superior movie. Uh, yes, yeah, you know, this is how yeah, it is. Yeah, uh, and it made fucking Shiranda hate Godzilla. Uh, but he'll come. He'll come back for. <laughs> he'll come back for Godzilla's revenge, which is very strange that he comes back for that. Probably for money, uh, and then. 
he comes back, I believe, for the final movie, Terror of Mechagodzilla, which I think is a great movie. So right. we'll talk about that in five years when we get to that movie, because um, we still got a lot to go. <laughs> but yeah, this this has been episode on uh, Son of Godzilla, at not a super long episode. So uh, it's shocking, shocking it. we didn't talk for three hours about it, but I feel like it kind of speaks for itself. So... Go out, watch that movie. It's on HBO Max, if you don't mind the English dub. Uh, if you want to watch it in Japanese in good quality, seek out that excellent Criterion collection. Uh, or just, you know, go to archive.org and <laughs> look it up. <laughs> or or uh, Criterion Channel has it, too. Yeah, do they too. have it uh, in Japanese, though? Yep, okay. yep, yeah, sure do. I, that's how I watched Sweet. it. Thumbs, yeah. thumbs up, then go there, uh, do that. Uh but yeah, Nikki, where can we find all of the goodies? <laughs> where, can we, where can we find you on the internet? And then also tell us all of the goodies <laughs> about Patreon. Because okay, I do well, not have the Patreon well, well, page open up. Well, well, you know, uh, <laughs> uh on Twitter, you can find me at anti underscore laser, and I'll be posting, you know, just random stuff or whatever. It's my account, goddammit. I, I yeah. post whatever I want on there. But uh, uh, but if you want to, if you want to know where the goodie bag lies, where 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 the where the pot at the end of the fucking rainbow is and stuff, it is at patreon.com slash explode when defeated. Uh, we've got different tiers going on there. We've got a one dollar tier that that comes with uh uh, uh ep- every tier comes with. Uh, episodes of this show without ads one day early on uh, uh, every Thursday uh, or every other Thursday. Uh, and and then you get a <clears throat> sorry. And then you get access to our off topic podcast shit shooters where uh, we just talk about <laughs> whatever the hell's going on. We, we literally just shoot the shit. There's not much to it. Uh, and then on our $5 tier, you get all that stuff as well as access to a uh, special mini series that we throw uh, every now and again uh, with uh, a, a very specific theme that kind of have more of a production similar to uh, discuss all monsters. And uh, right now uh, we uh, at the time of this episode going up, we should be finishing or maybe have finished uh the ep- uh, the miniseries we've been doing on Common Rider yes. from 1971, just the original show, uh, just a multi-part exploration of that series uh, by eight episode batches, and uh, we have a great time doing it, and we've got other ideas for miniseries in the future. Uh, and also, if you give us $1,000 on the Patreon, uh, I'll call you Boss Hog, and we'll 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 shout you out, and, and that's all you get. <laughs> I mean, you get the other stuff too, but you of know, course. it's a thousand dollars. So, Wyatt, where where can they find you? Right. What have you got? What, do you have any goodie bags? Oh, I do. do, you have, do you I, have I got some as good I, as the Patreon. I got some goodies, okay. uh, not as good as Patreon. That you should absolutely go and give us some money <laughs> so that we can, you know, maybe do this. Maybe Nikki can do this as a living. Who knows? But. Uh, Probably you not, know, but make, make some, I'd love to. Yeah, but but let's <laughs> let's work towards that goal, please. You know, we got we got like, you know, oh, we want to review all the Godzilla games. You know, we want to review yeah. all the all the stupid cartoons that have come out. We want to review all the freaking American Godzilla movies. Uh, you know, we're <laughs> we're <laughs> we we're just, we got ideas. Yeah, we we, we got stuff, and and your. You can help spread the word any way you can, uh, support it any way you can. But for me personally, you can find me at uh, twitter.com slash wazbranger. That's W-A-Z-P Ranger. I post that super often, mostly just retweeting shit. But I'm probably talking a lot about Resident Evil 8 right now. Uh, if I had to <laughs> like astral project into future me... Because I believe this should be coming around out around the time of that. And I've been really into the Resident Evil games this year. Uh, so thumbs up to future me for being able to play that game on his PlayStation 5, which I have. <laughs> uh, <laughs> though I hope by the time that this episode comes out, it's not as uh, 
dire of a situation to even try to purchase a PlayStation 5. So we'll see. But if you want to check out videos uh, with my same comedic voice, then go and check out uh, It's Only Magic on YouTube. I do cartoon video essays. Some of them are just topical essays about like specific things about cartoons. A lot of them are just reviews of things that I like or like weird personal deep dives into my own psychology. Uh, it's it's a great time. I have a lot of fun doing it. I don't try not to get super caught up in it because it's not making me any money, but uh, you know, you don't want your hobbies to become a jobby. So, you know, but for the time being, <laughs> I'm, I'm having a great time with that. So go on, go on YouTube, check those videos out. Uh, if I had to recommend one, check out the Garden Logon video. I put a lot of work into that one. It was a lot of fun. Uh, and also very miserable to make because it's extremely long. It's like an hour long. Uh, but hey, what are you going to do? Tim Rogers makes like four hour long videos. So I guess he's just stronger than me and makes money off of the videos. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this has been episode 20 of Discussal Monsters, Son of Godzilla. And uh, join us next time as we finally... Wait, hold on. What the fuck is next? <laughs> <laughs> hold on. <laughs> oh, man. I've been wondering the same thing. Don't cut this. This is <laughs> I, funny I was, shit. Yeah. I was like, I, oh, yeah, dis destroy all monsters. But, like, I'm pretty sure there's something in between. Destroy, destroy all monsters this quick? That's no, crazy. Destroy All Monsters is the next Godzilla movie, but I think that there right. might be another Toho movie. No, yeah, that, there's okay. got to be some other bullshit in between. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so... I'm not going to look it up. <laughs> so just either Latitude Zero or Destroy All Monsters is next. So oh, shit. join us next time for one of those two episodes. <laughs> Take a guess. Yeah. You'll, you'll know when the time comes which one yeah. it is. Make make your bets now. I'm, I'm going to send a <laughs> reminder to myself in the future to, to put a poll on Patreon. <laughs> uh, all right. Take care, everybody.